Okay, so continuing with Os Ches, so we um, we're talking about again the coat of a clawly peric base Os Ches num- number eight uh, paragraph eight whatever you want to call it. Um, so we, we're we're discussing the coat of a clawly, the general um, principle of Hashgacha, which means this applies to every single person potentially. Yeah, uh, without any um, unique uh, features that we're going to be seeing in the next parak, right? Um, so here we discover. So we've been talking about. You've got the tzaddikim who are going to make it into Alma Ba. However, they're going to do that, whether it be through being perfect tzaddikim, I guess that's always an option, being uh, totally clean, um, or through Yisurim in Olam right? Or Yisurim in Gehenim, right? Um, Or, uh, that's the one group, and then the other group is uh, Rishoyim, who are not going to make it, and therefore they get paid out in this world. This is slightly off topic, but on topic, we were learning this morning that there's a, a phrase that's used for uh, to honor somebody that has passed away, like for a parent, that you say, um, right. Kaparas, something Kaparas, I, I want to take on... Everything Kaparas, Muscovy. Yeah. Kaparas, Muscovy, yeah. yeah. Perfect timing. Thank you. Yeah. So, why would... I mean, I get the idea that it's, it's an honorable thing, that you want to... You you want them to suffer less and get them, but why should we be actively trying to add on to our plate? We're gonna see we're gonna see that in the next chapter. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, that that's gonna be unique. Those those are gonna be now. You're gonna get into kotova ishi, individual things, right? It's only you in relation to him. You learned by him. He was your rebbe. He's your father. Etc. So that's not for here. This is some. It'll be what you're talking about right now is going to be re- relevant to some people, but not all people, right? So that's why it's going to be in the next chapter of the Kotu of Aishi, okay. the uh, individual uh, methods of Ashgach. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to be introduced to a third category of people. Kind of interesting because because they're going to share characteristics of each. Because on the we spoke out that. Um, tzaddikim make it to the next world they don't you know, and, and their their mitzvahs are paid out for them in the next world right so there would be no reasons as of yet again in the next chapter we'll discover some new reasons but as of yet in the cult of Akhlali there would be no reasons for them to get reward for tzaddik to get reward in this world and we explained that this is because schar mitzvah Baha'i al-maleka reward for a mitzvah in this world there's not it's too big the mitzvah is too big to be rewarded in this world, why is it too big? Because mitzvah is a, is a connection to Hashem, right? And this world is a place which obfuscates Hashem, it hides Hashem, right? It's a place where the challenge is to see through the murky sky, through the, you know, through the, all that, you know, uh, blockage, and to manage to have some relationship. So this is not going to be the place where you're going to experience that relationship in such a palpable way, okay? So so there's no real reason uh, for a tzaddik to be receiving a reward in this world as of yet, okay? 
Didn't we, say, didn't we say that Hashem will give you the resources that you need? We already that's, that yes, resources, but that's not that's not schar. It's not a uh, reward for the mitzvah. That's just hashgacha you know, in facilitating people potentially uh, to to do the things that they need to do. But like wealth. It could potentially also be that's all gonna that that that, that uh, is true, but again, not as a schar, uh. not as a reward for the mitzvah, right? As we spoke about the concept of uh, that we're gonna see in the, in, the, in the again the quote of Aishi that some people yes, some people not, uh, depending on what your job is, etc. We're gonna talk about it. See, notice, notice. I, I, I warned you guys, right? I warned you that every we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the quote of a klali, and you're gonna be constantly trying to drag me down to quote of a ishi. But it's okay because I can't. I came prepared. No problem. Listen, I came prepared. I got. I'm blocking this way. I'm blocking that way. I got my right. This, I'm. Uh, you're not gonna drag me down. Okay. So now. Um, so again, so the so the Rishoyim who are not going to have any chelik in Olam so they're going to get paid out in this world. So their mitzvahs are staying here, right? Tzadikim, their mitzvahs are going up there. Now we're going to have this intermediary group of people where the mitzvahs are going to kind of um, do something in between. Which means um, the people, the, this person is on... Uh, such a spiritual level where he is going to make it into Olam Haba, but just by the skin of his teeth. And th- and th- that translates that his mitzvahs only belong to Olam Haba to the extent that we can just we can just call it a mitzvah. That's all. Me. The, the only there was like the only relationship in it was the fact that he was doing a mitzvah, but uh, nothing really beyond that. Right, so like just the outer shell, but everything else is really so superficial, so um, self-driven, so uh, you know whatever it may be that that's not gonna make it. It's like imagine shooting a rocket, right? So the tzaddikim, their mitzvahs are like rockets; they fly all the way into all of Rishayim, they just go straight down to the ground. These people, they're kind of shooting for the sky, and then it just kind of, most of it falls down, but one little part of it continues flying uh, into Olamabal, right? So so these people are going to end up, the, the, the mitzvahs are going to be enough to help to carry them into Olamabal, but just on the bare, bare minimum without really giving them uh, real reward, and therefore the main reward for this mitzvah is going to be paid out in this world. Okay, so in this way, they are similar to Rishoyim, that they're receiving a reward in this world, but dissimilar in the sense that they still get to mark the, you know, the checkbox for having done a mitzvah in, in Olam Abba. Okay, so this is a little bit of a tricky place to be. Um, you said that can change? What's that? Meaning that they're where they're categorized as this borderline Russia in terms of how they're getting paid out and then um, they start to care more about with, with their actions and now they're on a higher level do they get less reward than in this world and they get more good question so we, we, uh, this Yosef is asking in general you know about people shifting 
uh, labels, right? So for what if a person on Rosh Hashanah is deemed to be a Russia? Um, and like we said for that from the from the Rabbeinu Tam, right? That uh, that that would mean that he's not going to be kind of getting the judgment the equivalent of a Russia, where his mitzvahs are going to start getting paid out in this world, um, expecting that he's not making it, right? And then so, so uh, and then what if in the middle of the year he becomes a better person? He doesn't start start doing more mitzvahs. He changes, etc. Will that alter, you know, what's happening to his mitzvahs? So, yeah, I mean, henceforth, henceforth, sure, you know, it, it, it can alter it. I mean, it might be difficult to, you know, change that label, but mm-hmm. certainly it's going to be ways. Um, retroactively, that's a different story. I mean, if he's already been paid out, the person, oh, wow. you know, if he's if he's defined, right, that's the big difference. That's the big, that's why it's such a big deal to get defined as a tzaddik on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, right? Because if a person gets defined as a Russia and he gets paid out for his mitzvahs, then that's it. He lost those mitzvahs, right? Um, now, again, it's kind of more also definitely, you know, we think about getting paid out, but it's really it's definitional, meaning if at the time the person is doing the mitzvahs, mm-hmm. he is a Russia. Mm-hmm. So then the mitzvahs are really um, happenstance to him. They're not really penetrating into his heart. So that's why they're going to fall flat and they're going to get paid out in this world. So now this person, he's only relevant to the next world only on the extent of they could be called, you know, just just that. He's That's, that's the only thing he has. Just the bare minimum of... He is, he is doing it for the mitzvah, but that's about as much as it can be said about him. Mm-hmm. So that'll be how much his mitzvahs make it into all boys. Well, so now we've discovered why in the coat of Haklali, why is it important for the Ramchal? Because now we've got in the coat of Haklali, even for a person who's going to make it into all but if it's a very low level of all then his mitzvahs will be paid out in this world. His mitzvahs will give him wealth, power, whatever it is, entertainment, happiness. Um, in this world. So what about tshuva? What is that? Tshuva is that's off. Tshuva is going to be in chelik. In the next chelik, we're going to talk about tshuva. Tshuva changes things. We're not talking Even about if he was already paid out for his. Uh, I guess we're talking about. Well, uh, so tshuva is on the veil. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if he if he did tshuva, so he now becomes a better person. Maybe he becomes uh, you know, schar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fine. So that is that I is. Uh, ask a question. Go ahead, Jeff. Really? Yeah. So 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 maybe maybe. Um, well, let me start with the the right question. So so what does the Ramchal mean here? We're talking about kibbutz masah, lemaisa. What's he talking about? People that do negative behavior. You want specifically? Uh, we could we'll take out a shulchan aruch. I don't know. He, let's say he. Is not careful well, about shabbos. Examples of bad behavior, but we're talking in the context of somebody who merits. He's in general. He's a person who's going to make it into all ball, but just barely, right? So he's not careful about shabbos. So he's got a bunch of problems he's got with shabbos, right? So then that means there's a certain breakage in his relationship with Hashem. So then his mitzvahs are most of them. They're not going high. They're not going high enough. They're not. They're not making it, mm-hmm. right? But he's doing mitzvahs. He does mean too well through the mid- what? Too much gravity. Yeah, they, they, exactly, exactly. They're not making. They're not managing to break out of the gravitational pull 
and landing back down. So he's being paid out, even though he's a, he's a Ben Olam Haba, he's going to make it into the next world. But nonetheless, his mitzvahs are so weak that they're going to get paid out in this world. That's that's the caveat that we're looking for over here. That's that's the unique position. Okay, make sense? Okay, fine. Um, now, so then in Ostas, he just gives a disclaimer over here that basically. You know, so everything that we've said until now, right? So it come out if you just kind of stop right here, then it would come out that tzaddiki, like big tzaddikim, would not have anything good happening in this world, right? Um, because and they would only have yisurim for anything they did wrong, and then all their and then they would have good things happening to them in, in the next world. Um, whereas these kind of really low-level tzaddikim who keep shooting duds, right? So they would have good things happening to them in this world. Um, and then, and then uh, obviously, Rishoyim would have good things happening to them in this world. Okay? That's if we were to... Uh, if, we, if we were to stop it here. Now we're about to get into the cult of Haishi, where we're going to discover a whole new genre of Ashgacha. Okay, so here we go. Um, next chapter, chapter 3. So in chapter 3, um, first, we, first we have kind of the general setup. The general setup is a person is in this world to fix himself. Right, person starts off chaser, lacking in any one of many, many numbers of ways. Basically, every single Mida personality trait that we have, and of course, you can talk about them in very general, vague ways of, you know, either kindness and strictness, um, or you can subdivide them more and more and more. You could, you know, personality traits uh, are more spectrums, right? So you could potentially get you know, thousands of different sub-traits, right? And that's what all these, the very sophisticated personality tests where they give you like a, a thousand questions, right? And it tur- turns out you're like the, the this of that with a mix of this and, uh, you know, like it's, it's uh, there's a, you know, more and more and more subdivision that can take place. So in every single one of those, we have breakages, Right. Across the board, there's, there are breakages inside the, every aspect, every media, every personality trait of every person. Okay? So we have to fix those. Now, obviously, some of them are much more glaring. Some of them, I, I shouldn't say everyone has broken everything. The, the default is that, that has a, it could be that you, know, you could have a person who came into this world perfected in a particular way. Not, not to say that it's impossible. But the point is that there is a tremendous diversity of things that have to be worked on, tremendous um, numbers of, of good things that have to be internalized and bad things that have to be externalized. Okay? Um, and again, this world is like a gym, right? Every situation um, is another opportunity to overcome another part of ourselves, to internalize something good or to externalize something bad, a breakage. Okay? Um, so technically, every person should then 
you know, one would think, okay, fine. So Hashem will create every man. I don't know why exactly there will be a need for many different men, maybe just one man, right? And he will have X amount of breakages, and he will have to encounter X amount of situations. In each one of those situations will be custom tailored, designed mm-hmm. to help him perfect himself in that regard. He does it, and that's the end of it. Okay, but and perhaps that was the case with Adam Rishon. Yeah? Um, post the hate of Adam Rishon, so you have humanity as a whole doing it um, together, which means the analogy he gives here is of a king who has many servants building for him, he doesn't say what, a project of some sort, the Midrash, uh, I think it's a Tanhuma, uh, says that it's, uh, that it's like, a, like a king who wanted a... Um, a beautiful um, botanical garden planted for him, right? So he has the different workers plant different things. So one guy is planting shrubs, another guy is planting roses, another guy is planting, you know, um, I don't know apple trees, right? In different locations, and th- these different jobs have different varying levels of difficulty. And uh, they're, they're all involved in something different, right? But to all together, it comes together to make a beautiful botanical garden, right? Now, he doesn't go into why, but uh, certainly one could propose that by doing this, really, I mean, besides the fact that we're going to see that this is going to provide us with a concept called Arevus, um, where we're all responsible for one another, we're all in this together, Right, because really we're all working on the same project. I mean, if I would be working on my project and you're working on your project, right? We got two separate projects. You know, we're all doing the same thing. We're all planting cherry trees. So I don't care about you. I'm planting my own cherry trees. Mm-hmm. I don't need you for anything. But if we're all a bunch of gardeners and we're all making one botanical garden, so I'm doing the. I might be doing the the hedge bushes, but if I see that like your tree is like about to fall over, and you know, I need to run, put down my tools and run over and help you, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all together making one botanical garden. On the other hand, also, you know, the beautiful thing about it is that once we're done, we do something really grandiose that no single one of us could have done by himself. Mm -hmm. Right? And we're going to share in that greater revelation, meaning an example would be the botanical garden. Wow, look at that botanical garden we made. In Paul Maboy, it's going to be, look at that unbelievable revelation of Kavod Shemayim, honor of Hashem that we expressed we brought out into the world all of us together okay so the point is therefore there's a certain level of division of labor right um, of dividing tasks of uh, as there was the business term where specialization right where different workers right? special specialty Dele- delegation yeah Delegation, specialty workers, right? So different people take on different tasks um, you know, in a company, but here Hashem custom made each one of us for a particular piece of the puzzle that we're going to fix, and uh, all together we will have made the botanical garden. Okay? So this is a very important concept because this is going to open up the pathway for understanding the entire concept of the cult of Haishi right um, that there's many many different jobs to do 
all the different situations that were in help us work on those jobs. And I will not necessarily encounter all those situations. Right? It, take, it would take a, a, you know, a thousand lifetimes, and still that wouldn't be enough, right? You need all of humanity in all of the times to encounter all the situations to build a botanical garden. Okay? So I am only going to be assigned a particular role in that. So, which will determine the situations that I'm going to be exposed to, that I'm going to be put into, which will be appropriate for the job that I'm meant to do. Okay, and that's what he says. That some, there's a different job for an usher or an ani. There's a challenge to being poor because you have to have strong faith in Hashem and be happy with what you have and you know, be okay with that. Right? And there's a challenge for being rich because... Number one, not to be cruel and cold to the poor people. Number two, not to become arrogant and uh, um, think that you're the one doing it, etc. And etc. etc. In every mida, there's uh, there's going to be different situations that we're going to be placed into. They're going to present unique challenges to that person that he's going to fix. That other people might not be in that situation. So that's why. Going around saying, "Hey, how come, how come he's got a spade when all I have is a, is a is a, uh, a pruning hook?" The answer is because you guys are doing two different jobs in the, in the botanical garden. Yeah. Okay. If, if this is off topic, then we can move past it. But why did Hashem make it so fragmented that there, there had to be so many different? areas of the botanical garden to work on. So, I mean, if, if the idea with Adam Arisha was a he had one thing to work on and that obviously didn't work out, that if we became more and more fragmented, there just became so many more pieces to have to work on. It's like, why couldn't it just be like, okay, let's, he didn't work out, let's try another one. Have one thing to work on. You, you, why not just one person? Because why is there why is there many people? Because each each time it's just getting worse and worse, basically, in terms of right, or that's at least one way to look at it. There becomes so many more pieces to have to work on and have to fix. I mean, what's the difference to you if you would have had again? You could have had, let's say, you, you in your lifetime are going to be expected to fix, you know, a hundred things. It's not just me. I'm, 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 I'm saying theoretically. Else too. I'm saying legislatively, theoretically. Currently, you say have a hundred things to fix. Okay. Right. So now, either you could have been put into a situation where that's all there is to be done—just hundred things. You're the only real player, right? That's all you're doing. Okay. Okay. That's one option. Be very lonely. Or alternatively, you still have those hundred things, but I have my own hundred. But I have my hundred things, which are different from your hundred things. So what's the difference in those two scenarios? In the second scenario, number one, you and I have a ravus. We can help each other. Mm-hmm. And number two, that by the end of it, we've built something greater than what you than what you would have built. You would have only built a little tiny botanical garden, right? Just with a hundred little plants. Now we're going to build one with two hundred plants. It's going to be much nicer. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would agree with that. That's a, a much nicer way of, of looking at it rather than just thinking, oh, it's only getting worse and worse the more people that you have, basically. In no, it gets much more complicated yeah. and beautiful. Right. Okay. 
Good. Um, so that is okay. So that is now, now, and then the the other thing that the midrash says over there, and that that's what uh, the Ramchal says here at the end of Os Aleph. It's kind of a long Os, is that um, Hashem didn't want. I'll say the midrash. The midrash says that Hashem didn't want that mitzv- that the reward for mitzvah should be known, because then all the guys they're you know planting the low pay um, plants such as the hedge bushes would put down their tools and they would all go and start planting roses and all you'd have is just one enormous field of roses and that wouldn't be that would not be a botanical garden that wouldn't be attractive right so so Hashem so Hashem kept the reward for mitzvahs unknown right so that uh, each person will do what they're supposed to do in other words whatever is your job do your job happily because you don't know what the ultimate reward is for anyone, right? You, it looks to you like, oh, that person, he's he's such a big tzaddik, that's all he, he's doing is just, uh, you know, mitzvahs and this, he's, me, what am I? You don't know, you, you never know. You don't know how he started out, you know, how you started out, how challenging yours is, how challenging his is, right? Maybe you're lifting giant boulders, right? And he's And he's got like a little truck, like a little truck with like, Look, forklift and stuff and he seems to be doing much more good things but maybe you're actually doing the more important things or the more challenging things or whatever so we don't have the ability to weigh these things up this is called Radlo Reisha Delo Isyada which means the translation from what we do here to the Schar in the next world is unknown we, we, don't, have the, we don't have the necessary formulas necessary coefficients to figure out how much what costs and therefore we just we do because that's what we were given having a in the ultimate judge that he will judge everything fairly and uh, and give us the closeness to him that is appropriate for our level of exertion okay that is os alf os base um Okay, so let's read this one inside. Vehine, bihios inyane haolam kulam nimshachim venetakim bihishtalshulus aminyan inyan anzios anevdalim anzios agashmim. So everything that happened in this world we discussed before starts out up there in the kochos anevdalim and makes its way down into the physical. So, the Pratenisiono Shala Adam, everything begins, the, so the challenges, the, the different unique challenges that we all have are in one way or another rooted in differences up there in the Kochasan of Dalim. So up there, there are certain things that are broken, certain things that are fixed, differences amongst the different um, confirmations and powers of the of the, up there. So and then that makes its way down to us through um, 
through the muzzles. Right. So this is. Um, so basically, every person is rooted in a different spiritual reality. What he's telling us, there's a spiritual reality up there, and depending on what I'm rooted in, let's say there's a certain spiritual reality where things are quite fixed up, pretty, you know, pretty darn good, right? And let's say theoretically, Moshe Rabbeinu's soul came from there, right? Whereas on the other hand, let's say um, David, right, came from a much more challenging spiritual place, which is why he had such a difficult life and so many initiolos, etc., right? That's, so th- So when we say, you know, that, oh, this person has a good mazel, this person doesn't, right, it means this person's task, this person's job, kind of, is determined by his shorsh and shama, by his soul, right? And his soul is different than the other person's soul, so his so he, he says, so the hashpa that he's going to be getting in this world, the um, directions that he's going to be getting, the, the situations that he's going to be put into, are going to be dictated by that, as opposed to somebody else who maybe has a different different neshama and therefore has different um, hashpa coming down to him, and uh, he's going to have different uh, a different life altogether. Okay, um, fine. So, any questions on uh, on O's base before we go into O's Gimel? Okay, fine. So O's Gimel says, "Nimtza lefi hashorish hazeh." Turns out, according to this, she hatslochos haolam hazeh. This guy is becoming a big millionaire. He's so successful. Look at him. Everything is going his way. It's, uh, and this guy is a nebuch, a shlemazel, right? Everything, everything is, shlemazel is from the word mazel, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Not, not mazel, negative mazel, right? So this guy, everything, he's got challenges all, all over. Tiena l'shit. Yinuse bom ha'adam. They're all to challenge a person in a particular challenge that he's going to have, whether it be the person who's really successful or the person who's having challenges all the time. And this is obviously uh, determined by the divine wisdom, um, you know, for that which is going to be appropriate for every person. Again, depending on his unique soul and where it finds its place amongst the rest of class. So, by the way, if you remember in the previous paragraph where we were talking about always, he was always referring to the the kibbutz hashleimim that in the, the Olma Ba he kept referring to as the gathering of the perfected people, right? the unity, you know, the gather. You can't be with other people uh, if 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 you're if you have the veros, etc. He was always talking about the kibbutz hashleimim. So we now we see it even clearer, right? That really we're all going to come together in Olam Haba um, to form one whole, right? So that's why it's so important that uh, that 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 everyone should do their job. Otherwise, it kind of takes away from everyone. 
No, Shalom Aleichem Rebarach. See, we missed you. Okay. So, we're in Oz Dalad now. Perik Gimel Oz Dalad. Ve'omnam Od Siba Cheres Nimtzalahem Alpi Drochei Hamishpat Ve'gmul Ve'huki Hinei Gazer Hashofet Ha'elion Yisborach Shemitoledes Maiseha Adam Atzmo, the result of his own deeds, Yehe He Azro Mimeno Yisborach Lehakelo Hashgach Hasagas Shleimuso. So, according to one's own actions, is going to determine to what extent Hashem is going to be helping him. To reach his shlemus, the hinatzlo mina mirsholim and his salvation from all sorts of trippings, uh, things that will trip him up, like uh, the like the pasuk in Shmuel says, ragli chasidav yishmor, Hashem guards the feet of his tzaddikim. So. Not, not so. Now we're getting into a new thing. Uh, besides a person's mazel, which obviously has to do more with his shorsh and shama. Now we're talking about that his own decisions. If a person has time and time again made the right decisions and has become what the pasuk here is referring to as a chasid of Hashem, a a pious one of Hashem, so then there's going to be a hashgacha to help him. Stay on the straight and narrow. Vulum vadai shegamba ze madrigus madrigus, and certainly, but here, this, there's many different levels to this. Kimotze echad, you have one person who, you know, two people who are equally bichasidim. They're both very, very pious people. But with one of them, shishuras hadin titain. Kifi Maisev Shekvarosa. She has Rehu Habori is Borach, Ezer Mat. She was going to judge him very strictly and say, okay, you did do some good things. I'm going to help you a little bit to be able to continue doing more good things, but only a little bit. Right? Whereas with someone else, Hashem was going to be more merciful and help him tremendously. Um, for example, you know, the. We see that David Melech was was uh, someone that Hashem loved very much, and again, part of it has to do maybe with how much he was challenged. But Hashem did make sure that he wouldn't end up sinning in certain areas that he was going to fall. But Hashem prevented that, right? And somebody else who's going to get even more, right? So. So now, now, so this is uh, again kind of part of the tricky part of this entire limud that we're going to be doing right now is we all want to know, okay, but how do I calculate? Give me, give me the formula, give me the calculator, right? I want to figure out what's happening to me right now and why. What is this thing that's happening to me right now? Is this, is this 
Анисайон, is this Yusurim, which is punishing me first, and I did, is Yusurim Shal Ahava, giving me an opportunity to take the bullet on behalf of uh, Klausrel, is this Schar Avos, right, what is, what's going on over here, what, so, so the answer is, that unless you encounter a prophet, and if you do, please let me know, because I also have some questions for him, right, um, but unless you encounter a prophet, you can't know these answers for certain, now you can have certain hunches, right, sometimes things can be more clear than, 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 you know, than, than others, but um, but there's going to be all these contradictory reasons, right? It could be because of this, but it could be because of that. It could be because of this, but it could be because of that. Okay, so so he says, and also v'kach behefach, and so too you can have exactly the other, the other direction. Kvar yimotzei mi shekifi hadin yeroi sheloyazrehu min This person is maybe this some averos, so he shouldn't get divine help. But the divine judgment is going to kind of be soft on him in this regard, right? Again, not in all Habo, not in Gehenim. Certainly, everything must be accounted for in the end. Any such questions? What, where am I going to refer you to, Josh? Any questions about accountability? But what do you mean? But he did bad things, and now he's not—he's not going to hear Hashem is taking mercy on him, so that's not fair. Where am I going to refer, refer you to? The previous chapter, to the Code of Aklal. I'm going to tell you, listen, all ultimate hashbonos are being made back there. right? We're just talking about the details of what's happening here in this world. right? But there's always the ultimate payout. Okay. So, you have one person, he does something wrong, and... Okay, he gets a slap on the wrist, right? He, another person does something wrong. Vacher, shemishpato yeitzei sheyarbulo haikuvim. Now he's going to become almost impossible for him to do mitzvahs, right? The guy's going to, you know, whatever it is, is going to be uh, homebound, right? So he can't, 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 uh, can't, can't get out to do mitzvahs, right? So, what do you do in such a situation? Right? There's corona, you're homebound. Right? So you can't, what? That's it, no more minyanim, no more, no more learning, right? So now, if that's what happened to a person, so you have to be, to get out of such a situation, you're going to need Chose Godel V'Amal Rav So you have to work super hard, be very, very strong, committed, um, right, and when you show Hashem to such an extent, I can't get out of the house, but I don't care. I'm gonna wake up at four in the morning. I'm gonna learn the chazer my my learning, right, with the crying baby, with the stomach ache, whatever it is, right, and eventually, when enough exertion, enough desire is shown, Hashem will say, "Fine, okay, then you can you can go," right. But uh, again, so some people more obstacles, some people less obstacles, right? The, and and it, it's not um, incommensurate. It's it's not commensurate with uh, 
necessarily what, what the person did. It's just different Shrasher and Shama, different people getting different outcomes. And again, it's all because of the Koteva Ishi. Can you guys sit at that table? Um, Okay, the Yisrik Loch was a Godel, the Omer Rav, I say yes again, no. The Acher Shehu Harosha Gomor. Then you can have a person who is a total Russia. She Yisatmu, the fun of Kol Dorchei Hatikun, the Yidoche Barasa. Now, but but once a person is a total Russia, there's no point. To let him accomplish anything, because all he's going to do is continue doing evil things. So he's going to get totally black, totally, totally blacked up. All paths are going to be closed in front of him to fix himself up. He's anyway not going to be taking anything. And, and there's many, many subdivisions and details about this. So you can have a situation, a person doing good things, and he's decreed tremendous success, which, like we said before, will be to empower him to continue doing more good things. To help him in his work, that's what the Rambam told us in the paragraph of Vayayim Shamoa. You're going to have peace, and you're going to have uh, tranquility, and you're going to have good harvest and prosperity, right? That's all uh, from this thing over here that you can, the person is going to get help to continue doing the good things. So it should be easy for him to achieve more shlemus. He should be able to sit and learn Torah. That which he wants. Which he strives for. And he's not going to have Ikuvim. And then you can have the same type of person, also doing good things, but it will be decreed upon him according to his actions. Have saved him and sorrows, um, losses and challenges. Sheyamdu kechoma lefonov. It will stand in front of him like a wall. V'yavsiko beino beina shleimus. Aishiyistichlo yoser amul Sorry, apologies. This is not the same level. This is now a different type of person. This is a, this is a bad person. Like we said, different people can have to varying extremes, varying levels of how much this system is responsive to him. Right? Is it going to be a lot of siyad dishmaya or only a little bit? Is it going to be a lot of divine blockage or only a little bit? But. Uh, uh, that's that's uh, then you can have Mamasha uh, Russia Gomor that that he'll you know let's start let, we'll, we'll pick up I have to pick I have to stop here so let's pick up from the Russia okay so that's in the middle of Ols Dalit over here pick up from there okay very good